Live, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. Libertarians, lovers of the leaf, everyone out there in Radio Land, welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live on this, the first of December, Man, the year what, 2018. What a what a year! Just flew by. Yeah, 100. percent A little bit. Yeah, a little bit more. Thank you. Okay. Everybody always says that. It really did, though, man. I mean, this year just—I don't even remember it existing, barely. <laughs> And that's what happens as we get older. It's the truth. The time of life just continues on. And we're already here in December. And uh, got a couple of great episodes of KMA Talk Radio left before we have to end the year. Uh, Jose Ortega of My Father Cigars will be with us today. Next week, Rob Norris from Altidus USA. Oh, That'll yes. be a fun interview. Who's the week after that? Uh, Mike Palmer and uh, Joan from uh, Florinata. There you got it. So, yeah, a lot of good fun stuff ahead. As we get ready to close I mean, out we're not the year, have like a, just a whole year-end closing episode and talk about all the episodes of the year and reminisce. I thought that's what a producer. Would, oh yeah, that's right. We don't have one. <laughs> Boom. That's what I would have done if whatever was, the bell. If I was the producer of the show, and we had a show on the 29th of December, right? Yeah. The year before the end. Yeah. Right, Adam. Yeah. I think I would have said, "Hey, man, this is great. Let's just do an end cap show." Just sit here and reminisce and talk about some of the fun times over the years, maybe some of the road trips we took. There have been a the few best, of this year. I mean, yeah. we, we were in Georgia. Yeah. We were in North Carolina. I we've missed been in one. Miami. That alone's a story. Yeah. You know, some of the best episodes, maybe. <laughs> have some callers in. You know, people call in. And we just made like a cool little. That's called the 300th episode. No, that's, that. it's, it's a cool little end of the year cap off to the, to the show. But I'm not the producer. I just sit here and babble on a mic, so. You know, it's too bad we really don't. Ha- oh, we do. Oh. <laughs> You're the talent. Oh. One over the bow. That's what it's all about. Oh, yes. I feel like I'm just constantly telling him how to do his job. Well, I mean. He's laughing. He hasn't said anything because he's over there going, dang, uh, he's right. That's well, a good well, idea. He's right. I should have. What a good idea. Dang. On the 29th, we do have a good friend that's been on the show a couple of times. Maybe we'll uh, do it then. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. So uh, you're rocking some. Uh, I got patches, man. You my, got patches my, all over your shirt my, here. My, what is my, this? My path to NASCAR is underway. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've committed. I, at the La Zona Palooza, I was given a, a couple patches. I said, I'm going to patch my KMA shirt up to look like a NASCAR car. I'm going to patch up with anybody who's willing to patch me or send me a patch. We've got a couple here. i got the Fed Ash. I don't know which camera I'm on here. got some Espanola's of La Zona. My friends at the Cigar Dojo this week. I mean, this is a mega patch. Oh, yeah. That's a big one. Send me a big patch to Eric Gerberson and the guys at the Dojo Nation. Shout out, Dojo Nation. We're going to have to give this some prime real estate. And I posted it on Facebook, and I've had a flood of people who are saying, um, you know, they want to know where they can send me a patch. So it's pretty cool. If you go on Facebook, you can see the address. But even our good friend Skip Martin, 
He's sending us a Romacraft patch. Are so. we sending? Are we describing him as a good friend? Yeah, absolutely. Is he going to hand deliver it and come on the no, show? No, he tagged one of the guys that works with them over there, and he said, "Dude, we'd love to send you a patch." I said, "I'll wear it with honor, man. Give it some good prime real estate." So, Skip sending me a patch. Wow. Skip is I have no, him a patch. I, like, I don't know why. He, why would you say is he really a friend? He listens to the show. He's always active. I have no issues with Skip Martin. But he won't come on the show. Okay, well, that's different. I like to bust his balls because he yeah. won't make time to come on the show. But he's absolutely a friend. Okay. All right. We'll take that. We'll allow it. All right. Listen. You'll <laughs> allow if, that. If the people who I busted balls aren't considered friends, then I really would have no friends. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, literally. That, valid point. Literally. Valid, valid point, yes. Literally. All right. Uh, here at KMA Talk Radio, we love to give wonderful things away. Our good friends over at Recluse have the Recluse Caption Contest of the Week. Congratulations to John Callen. Callanen. He took home last week's five-pack of Recluse Cigars. If you'd like a five-pack of Recluse Cigars, just head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Post your best caption on this week's photo. Well, it's getting in the holiday spirit with, well... Even bears do it. <laughs> That's a real picture, just yeah. so you know. There was a mall in Canada that set up their holiday display, and they had the polar bears literally positioned exactly like that. And they, you're going to love this, Abe. They had to um, send out a press release apologizing because so many people complained that it was uh, such a horrifying sight for their children to see nature in action. You've heard of doggy style, but polar bear style is really where it's at. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, the problem is, look, I'm sure that's just an angle. Yeah. No. So I have other angles of it. It's, they're, they're like an inch apart. They're, they're very close. They're like, very close. From all angles, okay. from all angles it looks okay, bad. E- either way, here's the point is this. Your innocent child that you feel so innocent has no clue what they're looking right. at. And if they're old enough that they have a clue what they're looking at, then it's not really that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, these parents need to get real. I mean, Some seriously. 19-year-old kid somewhere put up this display, I mean, and yeah, the, I mean, he thought it was look, funny. Nobody will know. It, it, what gets me is it's the, appear, the parents who are offended at this for their innocent kids. Meanwhile, the kids have no clue what they're looking at. I'm looking at two polar bears in a display you know, in a mall. That's like one of the things I was told, you know, my wife and I agreed upon with our kids because, you know, they'll hear you swear yeah. and they just start repeating it. Yep. We've never made an issue of it. Never acted like he said a word. Oh, really? Absolutely not. Because the second you make a thing out of it, he's he knows that it. word means something. You know? And it, it, and they, but what if he starts using it at school? Listen, when they get that old, you can have a conversation with them about it. I'm talking about young ages, like two, three, where they're just repeating what you're saying like a parrot. The second you make an issue of it, it goes away. We, just, we, don't, we never acknowledge it, act like it never happened. Right. Okay. Told the other girls, you know, the older girls, same thing. And it was one away. Because they don't know what they're doing. The second you enlighten them about it, it becomes a whole different thing. Oh, uh, yes. Well, well, that's funny because my, my friend's son is uh, going to be three. And yeah, this is he fascinating. Told his, he told his mom to sit the F in her seat the other day. And my buddy See, got that's in trouble. Different. That's different because that's being used in context. Right. Yes. That kid knows me. But my buddy, my buddy got blamed. Very his, his wife yelled at him, and she's like, this is because of you. This is you. Oh, you I'm pretty sure it probably him. is because of him. <laughs> yeah. oh, of course, absolutely. He, I'm pretty sure he probably, his kid has probably heard his dad say that a few times, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. but, no, I'm talking about their kids sometimes, they'll just say it. You know, walk around. Bah, 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 oh, and not really. Know. I don't I know what they're doing. You know what I mean? No, he's using it. it in context. Oh, no, that's a whole different thing. That needs okay. a discussion. That, yeah, okay. yeah, that, All right, yeah, good. That's problematic. So we're yeah. on the same page. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, every week, our good friends over at Zycar have the Zycar Poll of the Week. Congratulations to Michael Bryan of West Palm Beach, Florida. He took home last week's Zycar Prize. If you'd like to win an all-in-one Zycar humidity kit, head over to the Game A Talk Radio Facebook page and post. cast your vote in this week's poll. Uh, 
When selecting a Christmas tree, do you prefer fake all the way? My allergies can't handle a tree. Real, there's nothing like the smell of fresh pine in your house. I don't put up a tree. Or it's Christmas already? Again? Yeah. That's... It literally, it literally feels like four every year. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> do you put up a real tree? No. You have a fake tree? Every year. Box it up. Looks beautiful, too. It's a big tree? Yeah. Uh, uh, nine feet, maybe. Right. Oh, no, that's what I got. I because yeah. we we're in our I house mean, now and it has high ceilings. So yeah, it's got to be about nine, ten feet maybe. And all the lights are already on it. Oh, it's gorgeous. I, I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, I want to see. My it. wife, my wife does a pretty kicking tree every year. I can see her being have, into Christmas. I might have an old. I might have an old uh, picture up from that Facebook, my Facebook page. Do you not like having the tree? Or no, I, I love having the tree. No, no, I'm I saying a, a real tree. You know, it's just about practicality, man. Who's going down? Getting a tree, dragging it to the house, the stuff's all turning around, it on, falling down. Put it on the top of the car. It doesn't last as long around. here in Florida. I'll tell no, you. No, absolutely not. It's not cold. Right. And and, and it, it just it doesn't it doesn't make for practical use. If you're all about the nostalgia, yeah, go out and get a tree. We have a tree. We have a real tree. I, I'm a more I'm a more practical. I, I, I run my life on a more practical mainstream than nostalgia mainstream. Excellent. Now <laughs> I mean, let's take a break. Just the truth. I don't know what that I mean, I, I, you know, it's more important for me to be practical than nostalgic <laughs> when it comes to a Christmas tree. I mean, you know. All right. I mean, I get it. You know, you know what? If I lived up north, it might be a different thing. Go to a lot, snowing, you know, pick one out. But here they die so fast. Yeah. And you have four kids. Yeah. It's different. It makes sense. <laughs> All right. And this uh, introduction to Christmas tree <laughs> holiday discussion has been brought yes. to you in part by KMA Talk Radio. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Jose Ortega of My Father Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Lieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied. This cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. 
The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. For 500 years, Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures. Ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful, costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense, or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melilla has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit FoundationCigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Point Beach, Florida at the lovely Casa de Monte Cristo. There you go. And now we're showing off tree photos. We are. Yes. Jose might have outdone us, man. This is a gorgeous tree he's got over here. Holy cow. Yeah, me too. Believe me. Well, his wife is a decorator and a party planner that extraordinaire, right. so I'm, I'm trying sure she to, got I'm, it. I'm trying to decide whether his tree is better or just the lighting of the photograph is better. All, <laughs> all true, yes. It's, it's Anybody want to see my tree? It doesn't exist. I can't believe you don't put up a tree. Why would I put up a tree for myself? I, in all the apartments I ever lived in, I always had some kind of a tree, even did, if it was like a little one. Did you Agreed. notice the superimposed Santa Claus? That was pretty nice, yeah. Oh, I, I saw the Santa Claus. I didn't realize he was super important. Yes. This was a picture I made last year for my son. And you told him you looked what, what the when, camera when caught? The cookies, when the cookies were gone and the milk was gone, yeah. I, this was a printout left that Santa left him a little note autographed. And you showed him proof? Well, he saw it himself. Look, he left me a picture. It was pretty funny, actually. Nice. I don't know how I feel cool. about that. Cool. Yeah, oh, well, you know, I, I, I didn't ask. Uh, <laughs> got it. Yes, but how were the cookies? Were they okay? I eat them every year. Uh, sure. <laughs> Even Santa eats them every year. Oh, yes, very much so. So, yes. Uh, this What's funny is I know my oldest, you know, didn't believe in Santa when she goes, she goes, <laughs> she goes, so are you going to eat the cookies again this year? I like, how did you know? I said, because you tell mom never to make oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> she was smart enough to catch that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's pretty good. Yep. Uh, yep. Pretty, pretty good. So would you like to talk about the song now? 
No, no, no. Did you play it? No, no. We got this. I, I, I have a soapbox that I'm okay. going to talk about. We'll That'll talk be, about the second hour? Yeah, it's in general discussion. Okay, we'll find we'll it. At 11.30, I have a nice soapbox. All right. We'll, we'll talk about it then, yes. But uh, with that, it's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome into the house Jose Ortega of My Father's Cigars, a man that has been very difficult to uh, nail down on. It, it could be like the second time ever. Yes. Second time here, and then we did the one up in Cutters. So. Oh, that doesn't oh, count. Yeah, yeah, well, you, were, you just That yeah. doesn't count. He happened <laughs> to be there. Wait, wait, you didn't come to us. We came to you for that. <laughs> All right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll he's, take that. He's everywhere. I mean, he's the, the, you're the VP of sales? That is correct. And that is correct. You still travel all over the country. About 42 weeks a year. Wow. And uh, how, how many miles have you put on this year? Uh, actually, I, I took a couple weeks off this year for personal reasons. And uh, dude, I'm, I'm now chasing 100,000. But so on the average, it's about 125 to 130. Wow. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. They get asked how many miles they put on this year. I get asked how many pounds they put on this year. Oh. Uh, it is the holidays. Oh, oh yes. Well, listen, if it, if it makes you feel any better, I had actually lost about 30 pounds. And then between going to Panama two weeks ago and Thanksgiving, I put on 10 again. <laughs> and my, wa- my wife tells me last night, she goes, did you gain weight? <laughs> I go, really? Seriously? That's always <laughs> the worst. You know. That's the thing about weight and pounds. You know, no matter how much you lose, you always seem to find something back. Yeah. You know, you always find them. They just won't stay lost and gone. And if you lose five pounds, nobody really notices five pounds. But if you gain five pounds, everybody notices. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. And uh, everybody remember, please sign up for Jenny Craig starting next week. Is, after she, still, <laughs> is she still in business? Uh, yeah, I think sure. So. Is she? Wow. Yeah. There's one, there's one actually right. The, the most ironic thing, right on US 1 and about... Uh, Coral Way in uh, Miami. There's a Jenny Craig right next right door to, next door to the, the no Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? I was gonna I say I was it. gonna say it was a buffet, but uh, Dunkin' Donuts it. is still that, good. That's yeah. genius on Dunkin' Donuts. Too. Absolutely, of course, of course. Nothing says good times like Jenny Craig and donuts. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Did you read his fancy intro? No. Did you like? Did you want me to? I, I like reading the intro, especially oh, for a, a brand like my phone. Because you r- worked so hard on writing it? It's probably the actual 10 minutes he spends doing the work. Yeah. So you might, why don't you make him feel good and write right. intro? 11 and a half. Will Ouch. it make you feel better? Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah, <coughs> so Jose uh, Ortega of My Father Cigars is going to be our meter maker today. Expertly crafted by a renewed father-son team, this premium line of handmade cigars is built of the finest leaf from the Garcia family farms, along with the finest wrapper, binder, and filler tobaccos from several nations. All of the blends coming from Tabacalera, my father, incorporate the traditional Cuban Intubado-style bunching, thus enabling the cigars to burn and draw perfectly. Feel better? Wow. Yeah, I took that from your website. I, I, I teared up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little emotional there? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's uh, all on the read. All on the read. <laughs> so, yeah, very well, nice. You know, you, you're a family guy, man. you got kids. How's all that traveling? Uh... You know, I, I, made it a, I made it a point. When I, I personally hate traveling no, just no. because of that. No, listen. Unless I, I'm traveling with them. I, I, I made it a point. I make it a point to be home every week. So I go out for three or four days and then come back for, you know, for three or four. So I, I keep a balance. 
uh, between being at home and doing what I got to do. Okay, so you're not gone for two weeks, three weeks no, at a time. No, no, absolutely not. And even if I try to do it, Jani, you know, the Garcias are such family-oriented themselves that Jani would probably say, absolutely not, cut me off and get, get back home. So Good. That's a good people to work for. You got to love that. Uh, it's either that or she, either she really loves for me to be home or she's trying to make sure I don't get divorced. Because it'll make life miserable if I'm <laughs> in the office. One or the, one or the other. Then you'll always happen. be at the office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, now our relationship goes back a long time. It goes back actually to when you were actually with Puro Indios back in the day. Correct. Are they actually still around? Are they still making cigars? I understand they are. Okay. Um, I was talking to a, an old friend who used to work with me there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he, he mentioned to me that uh, I think they're doing a lot for the catalogs type of thing. But yeah, uh, making, not, not really sure. Brands, yeah. I'm not brands. sure how much. So, so is that your first job in the cigar industry? Yes, that was. Yeah. Well, how, I actually. My, how did my, you get that job? Because my wife actually knew. Uh, my wife worked for uh, Enrique Diaz, who's uh, uh, yeah. married to Oneida, and uh, so I, when I closed my business, what were you doing? What was your business? Uh, I had a consulting company, so we used to do anti-money laundering. We actually for real? Talk, yeah, we talked. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! How do we not know? Yes, hold the horses now. This just became the most interesting part of the show. <laughs> I, so, I, oh, oh, <laughs> hold that thought. I like, gonna, I, like uh, my fi- I like my dig and I find these golden nuggets. I know, and you're the perfect teaser because oh we have to go to break God. now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, if you'd like to know everything there is to know about anti-money laundering, we're going to find out all of that wow. right here on KMA Talk wait. Radio. It's going to be a very exciting thing. I didn't even know this existed or that that was a thing. Right. But uh, th- that's going to be... Yeah, how deep can we go? It's, it's, it's like, well, We're gonna go deep. No, no, no. In all fairness, I handled the sales aspect of that. But it's all right. You sales, still know but, what's going on. But, I'll, but yeah, that's we still need to talk about. Yeah, yeah we're, we're still gonna have to get into that because <laughs> this is the first time we've had anyone who knows anything about anti-money laundering on KMA Talk Radio, and it's been 300 plus episodes. Wow, it's gonna be an interesting show. Make sure you stick around. Check out the Zykar, uh poll of the week this week. What, what, do you, what do you like when selecting a Christmas tree? Fake. Real, don't put up a tree. We've gotten way too much into that. Also, the Recluse Caption Contest. Make sure you post your best caption on this week's exciting mall polar bear extravaganza. It's already gotten a lot of heat. I'm a lot of people <laughs> are loving it. I'm sure they have. It's going to be a great show. Stick around and keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. We are family. Stop right there. A, I hate the song. B, I can't sing. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. I'm making a point, though, and that's Alec Bradley Cigars is a family operation. Alan Rubin named the company after his two sons, Alec and Bradley, when they were just tykes. Now they're grown up, working alongside their dad, making the best damn cigars you ever smoked. So join the family. Alec Bradley Cigars. If you have to pack... Bueller? 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 Nope. Now we're done.
keep getting a timeout. You just reset it, it's going to take a sec for that one to boot. You got to let tell me when it's booted.
Check, 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 check. Check, 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 check. Nope, nothing. All right, so we got. All right, so Paul's back up. I'm back up. All Welcome right, back Abe's to back KMA here. Talk Radio. Yes, <laughs> broadcasting on Facebook only because, well, technical difficulties. Who knows? It's a story of our lives with this station. I'm sorry. Oh, because they're so awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all right. We have more. We have more listeners on Facebook and in our other markets than we, we do. Are on v- we are on VCMG, not live. <laughs> not live. Yes. Not live. And uh, we are here with Jose, the Hurricane Ortega from My Father Cigars. And before we went to a break, wait, we had. Wait, wait, is that a real nickname, or did you just give that to no, him? No, that's what he calls himself. Oh, really? No, no, no. I, I did not. I did not give myself that name. Oh, who but gave you me refer that? to yourself Actually, as that. Actually, Safia Levine gave me. Oh, that really? Name. Yeah, yeah. And and he, he said he said every, when I would do the events at his store uh, up in Philly that I, I was like a hurricane, just hitting everybody up and selling everybody. So it stuck. <laughs> After that, Manny Ferrero, may he rest in peace, started yeah, just calling me that, and uh, yeah. it stuck. So, back to the money laundering. Yes. My, my, anti- my ego anti- is not that big. I wouldn't give myself a nickname. <laughs> well, there's a rule of thumb. You should never really give yourself a nickname. I agree. Somebody has to don you a nickname. Right. Correct. No one should it ever doesn't give, count if you give Yeah, no yourself. one should ever give themselves a nickname. Correct. Yeah. So, anyways, let's go back to this money laundering thing. All so, right. I'm, this is a legitimate business, I'm going to assume. Anti-money laundering. And, and what was the product that's being sold here? So, no, basically what we did is we, we actually taught the banks... We, d- we work primarily with Latin America, uh, specifically Central America. So um, there, you, you guys, your clientele was Central American banks. Correct. And you correct. worked out of Miami. The chief compliance officers, the, you know, uh, anybody that had to do with any of the private banking and so forth. So they would attend our conferences, and we, no, no, we actually flew to those countries and, and did the seminars there. So um, Costa Rica was a, a big big country for us um and but you it helped them like detect if people were money laundering we we literally taught them how to launder money and then they that way they could catch the red flags so and you educate them on the correct so like you know you tell them hey if a guy pulls up with a big truck and it's filled for cash yeah. top to bottom yeah. it's most likely money laundering and they have 82 boxes although although you tell them you say hey you didn't have to come to this course to realize that if a guy walks in with a Briefcase right? full of cash. It's pretty, it's much, pretty much money laundering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. money laundering at this so point. So wait, uh, so I'm just curious. Now you were just a salesman, so you'd arrange for you'd approach these banks, hire them, and then other people would go out and teach it. Correct. So it Did was. Did you learn any cool, like things that, like, I mean, obviously we're all sitting here and we know that if a truck pulls up and it's unloading. Like pallets of cash, yeah. that's money laundering. Yeah. But is there any subtle things that you you call? You know, it? You wow, know, I never uh, thought of that. Because because I don't know who your listeners all are. I'm gonna say <laughs> I didn't learn anything at all. <laughs> I, I I didn't. You know. In case we have cartel fans, you never you know. know, bro. Cigar cartel. I'm, hey, listen, I'm concerned with either side of that fence. It might really? be somebody approached me to come help me help them clean it, oh, or, wow. or 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 the government saying. So what do you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know nothing. No hablo. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after the show. <laughs> no hablo is <laughs> No hablo. No, 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 I agree, though. You no, think about that side of it. So people might come, come to you and say, hey, show me how to do this. Well, listen, that's the reason why, that, to be honest with you, that's the reason why we closed. Because I was, a, bar, I was a, bus- a partner in the business. Oh, wow. So it was, it was three of us. And uh, that's the reason we eventually just went our different ways. Because we realized that there were, there were actually people that started taking the just to actually implement and we said oh now now you're running into a gray line of you know if you know if you don't know you don't know but if you if you even slightly think 
Now you expose yourself to, to being in trouble. And I said, I don't want any of this. So, here's, so a question. here's a question. How did you and your partners find out how to do all this stuff? Ooh. Well, my, because my partners, that, that's what they did. They His were in private Pablo banking. Escobar. Trust. Them. Yeah, I know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, John Gotti was a partner. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so they so they just knew what to look for. Yeah, because they, they they they're they, yeah they were in the banking industry okay. and uh, they were they set up trust companies in Panama. So and that's obviously uh, one of the ways. Yeah, yeah. One, right. one of the ways. Right. So, right. Yeah. So we we took what we knew and and created a company that was uh, we did very well for for a couple of years and then realized it was time to move on. Move on. And then so I ended up closing my part of the business and. Uh, and uh, they continued doing it from Panama. And I'm assuming all this time you were into cigars, at least. I, well, I did smoke cigars. You were smoking cigars, yeah, but yeah. not not like I do now. Right. Now it's, job, now it's a job requirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, now I must, <laughs> even if I don't want to. Um, my father, by the there way. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Put that in there. Uh, but yeah, no, no. So I, I enjoyed a cigar, you know. And and remember, a lot of my clientele smoke cigars. Sure. So I right. have to. I have to know how to do it. So. Right. Uh, Long story short, I, uh, like I said, like I was saying, my wife worked with Enrique, and uh, they needed somebody at that time, and they asked me if I would come on. I said, well, yeah, I'm closing my business, might as well. And uh, here we are, 15 from, years later. And from there, you were Puros Indias. And how many years did you spend there? Uh, I was there for seven years. That's a and, long time, And yeah. eight years now with my father. And how did you make the jump from there to there? How did that happen? Uh, from Puros to my father. Someone introduced me to Jani Garcia, and... Uh, she, you know, we, we had a bit of a chat. Then I talked to Jaime for two hours on a plane. We really? came back from Philly. We flew back from Philly on the plane, as, as God would have it, right? We were sitting uh, next to on each accident. other. On accident. On it accident. Was never planned. On and uh, we were sat next to each other, and we started talking, and here we are. Good for After you. After that, they, they called me up, said, hey, would you want to come over? And I said, why not? Good for you. Very interesting. Jaime, was really, Jaime was really instrumental because I spoke with Jaime, at that time, that was eight years ago, I spoke with Jaime for two hours on the plane, and man, that guy is like Red Bull and Monster put together. You know what really? I mean? If it, really? Dude, seriously, that guy, if, you, if he told you, let's go knock this wall down, you, somehow you get excited about knocking the damn wall down, and, and that's how he is. He's like a jolt of it, energy. It's funny, it doesn't translate as much, but yeah. because, maybe because you know, he's more comfortable when he can speak to you. And the Spanish, yeah. Right, yeah. Spanish. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I remember I met him for the first time, it was the grand opening of my second location, and I didn't even know who he was. Uh, he was rolling at yeah. the time, him and his wife for Tropical, I think it was, uh -huh. at the time, and they were one of the companies we had, and they were there at Rolling Cigars at my grand opening. It wasn't like a decade later when I was just going through old photos, like, holy cow! He was in my event, and you, know, you didn't even realize it back yeah. then. You know, it was crazy. He's either, he's either a jolt of, of energy that comes at you or really scary guy. You know, the kind oh, of guy. really? Yeah, well, you look at him and you go, okay, that's the guy. So 300 guys in here, that's the last one I'm going to get involved. It, it, I'm going to fight. I got to watch it. It's totally not what you would expect, honestly, really. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, it, I, I mean, he's always been so quiet around me, but maybe that's just the uh, – he's got to get to know you better. That's he's probably go, he's scoping you out. He's reading you, bro. That's, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you bought us a couple of cigars today. These are some of your new offerings. Yes, yeah. So tell uh, us about them. So we got La Pulencia, which is using a San Andres wrapper. That's and, what uh, I'm smoking right now. Nicaraguan filler and binder, phenomenal cigar. 
Well, here, I'll do this as well. See, so. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so it's, it's very noticeable on the shelves because it has a little green footband on it. But it's a beautiful cigar. I, I jokingly tell people all the time, I said, it's, it's, uh, if, you took the Le- if you've smoked the Levy's you and you've smoked the Judge, and you kinda, if those two had a, a love child, that cigar would be it. So it's got that chocolate, the sweetness that you get from the Judge, but you got the spiciness and, and the strength that you get out of the uh, Levy's you. So, you know. That's I think my it's a cigar, cigar from you guys. I love the the Le Bijou. What, what's the genesis of that name? Well, so the company became my father because uh, Jaime created a cigar, my the original my father, right, right. Uh, in secret of Pepin. So Pepin had no idea. He, he kept testing the blends wow. and and uh, you know kept approving the blend, but he didn't know what was going on. So Jaime wanted to pay homage to his dad, you know, pay respect, and and so he created something, a brand for Pepin. And, uh, and that's, why, that's why it was called My Father. Um, and so, unfortunately, the surprise was ruined because Pepin happened to be in Miami. FedEx showed up with all the packaging from cigar rings and all the artwork. And uh, Pepin opened it up. And he go, so he calls Jaime and goes, Jaime, what, what in the world is this? And he goes, hey, that's surprise. That's, that's, that's wow. something I'm doing to honor you. So oh, wow. It, it did extremely well. It became the number three cigar of the year in 2008. And... Pepin was so moved by that that he created the my father Le Bijou, which means is a French word for the jewel. And if you notice, it's called Le Bijou 1922. And 1922 is the birth year of Pepin's father, oh. who got Pepin into the cigar and in, into oh, cigar wow. into the cigar world. I didn't even know that. That's yeah, I did not even know that one either. That, and hey, we learn something new every day here on KMA Talk Radio. That's why I'm here. Otherwise, that's I have no value. <laughs> <laughs> Only to my wife. Only to my wife. Oh, <laughs> Did you hear that, Yanni? He's trying to get a raise out of you. <laughs> so tell us about this one here. The Grand, o- the so, grand Oferta. La Gran Oferta, which means uh, the great offering. And that is our most recent introduction to the market. That's going to be more of a medium, medium plus. Um, like, like the Opulencia, is going to have a lot of the chocolate sweeter, more of the nutty creaminess to it. Not as strong. It's uh, again, it's a medium, medium plus at best. But that's another phenomenal cigar. And that one, if you see it on the shelf, you'll recognize it by the light blue or aqua blue or whatever you. Is, is that what is that what you guys are doing now to help differentiate? Because I mean, you got to admit it. It's not for the footer band. A lot of these kind of correct. So the same that actually started as a, that actually started as a thing. We did it. Uh, we did it first with Flor de las Antillas, and right. it was just done as a decorative thing. Nothing, nothing to it. But people started, you know, kind of finding it, finding it because of right. that. And then, if you remember, in the uh, Le Bijou box press torpedo, we put the orange right, footbag. Right, right. That was the only Le Bijou that had it, and people were. Again, we, the feedback was so great, and then we started, hold on, let's, let's start doing it with everything that comes after that. And so we started putting it on, and more and more people just kept telling us, dude, it makes it so much easier, A, to recognize yeah. the difference, because if you're right. If you look at all the My Fathers, My Father, Le Bijou, so they, they're different, but they're not. They, they yes. look very similar as far as the band's concerned. Right. So um, it made it easier to find it on the shelf. Awesome. No, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. The bands themselves, too, are unique mm-hmm. on my father's cigars. What? So, we the gentleman who does all the artwork for us. His name is Alcides Montenegro, and Alcides he, is the general he, he manager. Works in house for you. Correct. Yes. He's he's oh, uh, really? he's Pepin's nephew, and he's an architect by trade. So, 
Um, wow, an architect who now who's in the cigar business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy thing, <laughs> That's right? how things yeah. work out, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so but he's he's very detail-oriented, as you can tell, and he's got a very beautiful eye for, for art. And uh, listen, I think not for nothing, not to take anything away from, from everyone, everyone else, but I think the, my father bands definitely are some of the most beautiful, uh, ornate bands that are out there. Yeah, they're very elegant. Yeah. And yeah. that kind of, you know, ex- accentuates the brand to me. Yeah. I like the fact that they're not gaudy because there's some out there that are very gaudy and just overdone with the gold and so forth. We use a lot of gold, as you can tell, but it just highlights, you know, the 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 bands is not a like it's not John, overly done. Like John Gotti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All comes full circle back to money laundering. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, I gotta admit, you know, throughout my career, 23 years plus in this industry, I've been spot on a lot of times. I've been completely dead wrong a lot of times, and. I don't know if I actually shared this story with anybody, but my father's cigars was like one of my dead wrong <laughs> moments. Oh, tell us. Really? I just thought it was a terrible name. Really? Yeah. So what, what did you say something to them? When uh, they... I don't think you were with the company when it first no. came out. Right. No, no. So you were, but I think whoever was at the time in your position, I said, oh, my God, what is his name? My father sounds silly. And I, I, I just didn't see it. And I said, ah, maybe they should have called it like Mi Padre or something. I, and plus, you know, it had a big MF on the band. I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, wow, hey. I never thought of that. I mean, listen, and this was one of my dead wrong, like dead wrong moments. Because I've had them. You know, it happens. Rarely. No. Listen, I'll say I've been venturing to be more spot on than I've been wrong over the years. But this was one of my epic, like, I mean, I was wrong. I'll tell you this. It's actually a Not brand. Not only did it relate well. I mean, it just, everybody, I mean, everybody loves it. And it's held the test of time. And it's become a, I mean, a staple. Long-standing brand. Yeah, my father. I mean, and you it, know the brand. And it is a brand that I smoked before I met you guys and, and really got into the, yeah. the cigar world. So if that says anything, I, like a serious cigar smoker that I used to smoke mm-hmm. good cigars with, because I used to smoke cheap stuff before I came here, he, uh, he, introduced me to a, my yeah. father. I, nice. I don't remember what it was, but he introduced me to a, my father. I knew the brand before I came here, so that's well, something. Funny, funny you say something about the, the, the uh. hardship on the names, but, you know, Flor de las Antillas, when we first, when we first introduced Flor de las Antillas, uh, it was introduced at a sales meeting, and okay. all, my, all my sales guys were going nuts. They're like, are you kidding me? You know, he says, oh, every customer's going to have a problem saying that name and right. blah, 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 and everything else. And then, sure enough, it turned around, it was the number one cigar of the year. And uh, I go, oh, yeah, you know what? I said, let's keep coming up with terrible, you know, not terrible names, but very difficult names to, to me- because they seem to do the best. They're also memorable. Yeah. You know, it's not like Le Bijou and, and like it, it's a memorable name. Mm-hmm. People remember mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, the uniqueness of it. And, and they said that, you know, people said that about, uh, about Nick's cigar, de El Huehuense, right? That it's too difficult to say. And, I mean, Hard that's names. A, that's yeah. a popular cigar as well. Well, I mean, look. Whether it's, in my opinion, my humble opinion, whether it's packaging or whether it's names, whether it's the bands, that's always just the hook. You got to have the product on right. the backside, right. correct? Otherwise, all you got is one sale. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, right. You can have a great marketing guy that makes something that everybody will buy great, once. Great. Yeah. Everybody will buy once. Yeah. <laughs> but if the product's no good, but they're not coming back. They're not coming back. Right. So, um, you know, and, and, and the family has been legendary for making some stellar, stellar. Products. Well, I always tell people, I said, you know, as you, as you know, I do so many events and I talk to a lot of people and I said, you know, the fact that they have accomplished, they, well, we, because uh, I, I include myself in this now, but we've accomplished so much in the last 15 years 
in a short, very short period of time where the company is today. It, it truly is a testament to yeah. the knowledge that they have and, and the passion that they have for making great cigars. And, and you know, I think the, you know, people ask me what, what's the secret, but I, I think really the secret is the fact that they've, they've grown so much of their own tobacco and, and Pepin is, is uh, it's so key in, into the process that he uses for the fermentation and, and aging and so forth that, uh, that that's what makes a difference, man. It's just how, how well he, does, he works with tobacco. No, it's interesting you brought up, you know, it, uh, they, they grow a lot of tobacco, they make a lot of great product, and, you know, it's interesting because the My Father factory makes a lot of cigars for a lot of other manufacturers. So as someone who is going out on the road all the time. A lot of other brands. Yes, they make owners, a lot of other brands. Brand owners. They make a lot of cigars for a lot of other brand owners. Yes. How, how do you combat having to compete against your own factory constantly? Do you find that happening? Do, well, do you find, it, well, like, you know, somebody's so into what my father does, the Pepin family does, that you go to an event, you go to a store, and they go, oh, I really like this cigar that he makes, but it's not one of your brands. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, and, and actually, yeah, I, and yes, I do get that a lot, and, and I never discourage because at the end of the day, it's a win for the factory. And, and that, to me, as long as the factory is solid, then I got a job. There's, you know there's, I mean? there's a saying uh, in Arabic, it's all one bag. It's Exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. All, it's all going to one exactly. bag. <laughs> so, you know, so to me, it, it just, as long as, as long as the factory is solid, we're, we're good. Um, and I think there's enough cigar smokers out there that we, I don't need to discourage them from smoking one, one or the other. Uh, if anything, it's it's a really it's a gateway to say, hey, you've smoked this. Why don't you try this? And I think they do the same thing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and what's interesting to me is with using the the tobacco that Pepin has and, and Jaime, uh, that they're able to make cigars for Tatuaje. They're able to make the San Cristobal and La Roma de Cuba. And even though there's so many different sizes, so many different brands you know, alongside with the, my father's, yet you smoke each one of those and they're very different from each other. So they're very unique individually. No one is, just, is like the other. So that's, some, that's another reason why it's easier for us to just say, hey, all right, if you like this, then you like, and that's what I tell them. I said, okay, so if you like this, great. That means you like the factory. That being said, come right. try this. Variety is the spice of life. Oh, 100%. It's like going to your fa- a restaurant. Except for women. Except for women. <laughs> My wife will not agree with that ever. <laughs> yeah. I'll stay off that topic. Uh. Um, no, I mean, it's like going to your favorite restaurant. You know, you're more willing to try a different dish that that chef or that restaurant makes because you know you like the work that he's done there yep. before or other, other things that you've consumed. Well, people, and people develop a personal relationship with a product and a, and a brand. I always have been prefer. I'm a family guy. Anybody who follows me on Facebook will, will know uh, personally, not my company page, that I'm, I'm, I'm really a heavy-duty family guy. Yeah. I, 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 I put a lot of heart and belief into what family values are, the core of trying to raise my kids that way. And I have an affinity for those family-run companies in this industry. I have a certain love that I'm just naturally inherent that I love seeing it. I love it. And, you know, I, I wish my kids are all still young. I don't know if I'm going to still be working when they get to that of age to start working with it. I could say, hey, I'm working with my family, you know, which is also a catch-22 because I think, right. I, I think any father, while he might enjoy wanting to work with his family, you'd like to see your kids do better things. Oh, without you a know, doubt. Actually, my daughter, I mean, speaking of better things, my daughter who's had an agent now for a year and a half or so and has gotten many calls, just got her first gig it's at Disney. We're going out to Disney in Orlando. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. What's she doing? Uh, they, they haven't told us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, is it's, she it's, doing it in the parks, or is it for Disney? They haven't told us. Here, here's the gig. Here's what we know. She's doing something with Disney cast. 
And we have to be there Monday. I got to get there Monday night because the shoot is at 4 a.m. Yeah. And we have yep. to meet at the Fantasia Golf Course. Yep. Well, they will shuttle one the, the child actor or you know, a talent yep. with one uh, parental. Yeah, they always do that. Nobody, well, I guess sometimes they're a little more liberal because they said, you know, I guess maybe Disney's a little more when liberal. You get to big t- when you get to big shoots like that, yeah. like, they, they are very strict with the children because, because the two of you there, while they're doing a real production, getting, it, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare having parents there anyway. Probably. To be honest. Yeah. I, I've done a lot, of, a lot of off-Broadway stuff with kids and... It, Especially if you parents, have the helicopter parents. Right, exactly. And they all, they all are, no offense. I mean, p- kids that are in the entertainment industry, their parents are all over everything that they're doing. So they'll, they'll stop the director and be like, I don't think she should be doing that. I don't think he should yeah, be doing well, that. Yeah, well, I won't be doing that. So, but well, the, but the, we're, we're excited for her. That's I mean, awesome, I, and, and man. I'd like to see her do better things as much as I'd like to work with her one day. So Well, and you know the stresses too. that you have in your daily life and, and yeah. what you deal with at I work, believe, and you don't want that for them. I believe I don't care what you do. Stress is part of life. Okay. I, I really don't care. Guy wins the lottery, he'll tell you about all the stress he's having the next oh, day. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, stress is just one of those things that you just need to learn to factor into your life, no matter what you do. If That's there's things you can't change, there's nothing you can do about them. You one, can one of my better. mentors, God rest his soul, Sal Fontana, oh, yeah, Sal. taught me one of the best lessons ever. If moving heaven and earth won't change it, why worry? I, that's a great it's, way to live. Until this day, I don't forget. If moving heaven and earth won't change something, why worry? Yeah. And I, I, I use that. I implement that today. But um, I, I have an affinity, whether it's the Padrones, the Fuentes, Newmans, the Garcias. I love that family because I just – I look at my family and the goodness that comes out of our bond and closeness. I, I, for me, I believe that translates into the product. 100%. When you have a close family like – you know, I go – listen, I go down – well, not – as much now the day, but back in the day, I used to go to Miami literally once a month. Right. And every time like, I'd visit them, like, even like the Padrones, right, you'd think they're doing it. They're all working. I've seen Orlando shrink-wrapping boxes at wow. times. Yeah. They're all there. They're all working every day. And it, I just, psychologically, I guess in my mind, I don't know if it's a bias or whatever it is, I just feel that better things come out when it's you It's not just that. a job. It's not just a job. It's a way of life. Yeah. Literally a way of life. And this is your family's yep. name. This is your legacy. Yep. You're the ambassador of your family's yep. name. And that's but the thing. You, 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 with, with family-run companies, you, you actually get the passion. And the so pride. Going, it's going to a restaurant. It's going, even within the cigars. You, you feel the pride, the, the passion, that extra step that on a, on a corporate level, not, and not, again, to each its own, but... On a corporate level, you don't get that. There's not that personal touch. And, uh, I mean, now listen, I've been in Nicaragua on a Saturday or even on a Sunday when I've, when I've gone with groups and I've, been, I've overlapped. And, what, you know, listen, Pepino called me and said, hey, uh, I'm coming to pick you up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. We're driving out to a farm somewhere. And I'm going, Pepino, it's Saturday. Let me just take a break. He said, absolutely not. We've got to go see this. So they understand that tobacco doesn't stop. Tobacco's always, it's a living organism. It's always doing something, and they have to see it every single it's day. It's growing when you're sleeping. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes, it is. That's right. Uh, well said. Well said. All right. It's, so uh, we got to take a break here. It's going to kind of be a little bit weird. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if we can get back on, We're too. We're see if we can get back on. We have no connection to the studio so out there, so don't freak out when you don't hear anything. Yeah, you, you're going to hear silence. There, there, should be some silence. Mouth, there should be some royalty-free music in there. I, if you I can find got it. it. It's hard to find it, to be honest. Is it your computer? No, it's because we have two separate things. I'll explain in the break. We have two separate things. Okay. But people want to know. Yeah, I, people want to know. Hey, people want to know. know what you're doing, Paul. It's very yeah, boring. Why are you I so disorganized? <laughs> We're not disorganized. We have, are you this unorganized at home? We only have music in the KMA late night segment, which is a separate program. 
uh, that became a live segment. Uh, so I can try and find it on the computer. Uh, <laughs> now we see what we're but doing. I, but so I, during this break, you might want to shuffle a couple of those songs over. So at least if we got to take another break, we could actually play some i got to find them on the computer, but I will do that. Can this you, this break, we may you, not but have. But you could type at the bottom, we'll be right back, in case you hear dead silence, right? You so. always have that. It's okay. always up there. Right. Oh, yes. There we go. All Let's right. take a break. on. Taking KMA. a break on here on KMA Talk Radio <laughs> and... Not on radio. Right? Yeah. <laughs> keep it lit.
what we have found in Esteli with a few problems here and there, it, it's really been, it's been all right in Esteli. I mean, a lot of the problems has been, you know, in Manaua and South. Right, the capital. Uh, but uh, in Esteli, people are going to work. You know, nobody wants to lose their job. Remember, Esteli is a unique city because um, Esteli is one of those cities that there's actually more, there's less employment opportunities than there is people. We, we actually have to have, I'm sorry, there's more employment opportunities than there is people. We actually have to bus people from the outskirts. Other towns, right. You know, to, to bring in. So, yeah, people don't want to lose their jobs. And so they, they go to work. But the people are the thing. people that cause the problem. It's uh, the government course. and of stuff. Course. I mean, so, so at this point, they have really not very little concerns that they're no, worried no, about. No, no, Right now, it's, it's, it's been business as usual and... Uh, and, uh, you know, knock on wood. Now, we're, does we're your been, product come to the States via Managua? Correct. Have you been having trouble at times getting product out? We had, for, for a little while we did. Um, we found other alternate routes and, and uh, you know, uh, but uh, like right now everything's not going through the jungles now? No, no, get no, to Managua? no, 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 <laughs> no, everything, everything's running smooth right now. Oh, that's good to hear. So. Is it, I mean, I haven't really honestly kept up with it as much. Is it, are things looking better for the horizon or is everything just last night everything was just kind of status quo and yeah. nothing was really in the works to resolve any issues there yeah no I, 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 I guess there's no real resolution unless he gets out pretty much that's probably pretty the, much the end result resolution yeah. so but everything's just kind of like uh as, as far as i know like i said i i haven't been down in uh, nicaragua since uh, last year so I, I, is that I because you have a concern of going there or just been too busy? No, no, just been busy. Just okay. been. Now, would you go? Would I go? Yeah, like yeah. 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 I, I, I feel that, the, yeah, I feel that there's not, not enough danger for me to, for me not to go. Okay. Well, right. Yeah, all right, there you go. That's a good thing to know. But uh, now the other thing is now you said earlier when you've had tours and obviously you guys do factory tours and bring people down and most people have canceled those. those are, are you going to, if you stop those, are you even in talks to bring that back at all? Or? We, 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 we have stopped them. Uh, well, I shouldn't say we stopped them. We did, we did up to the last one with no problem. And because uh, remember just the, the time frame sure. of when we do them, yeah. we always want to maximize the visit. Um, that, that, that's in regards to the growing season. Yeah, correct. Yeah. For yeah. The gro- yeah, yeah. Maximize I mean, it with the growing season. As far season. as the growing season, there's no point in bringing a group of people out there and there's nothing but seedlings out. In Correct. Uh, I'll, uh, when, uh, when Jeff had that problem. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the barn smoker where <laughs> the he barn. lost his crops and they actually planted. That, that was part of the thing. It's tobacco. like, here we are, we're going to plant tobacco yeah. now as part of this. They yeah, they lose the whole crop. So, yeah, he means maximizing that. But it, w- uh, the fall, is, the spring and the fall, usually when it starts yeah. up again, yeah. is it on your guys' agenda to start well, them up? For us, for us, we had decided anyway, we had decided to, uh, to put a halt on them only because we're doing so much construction. We're, we're expanding uh, oh, and done. so, yeah, yeah. It, you know, when, when you're doing that, everyone who comes down, they always want to see it. Mm-hmm. And you feel bad saying, no, I can't take you there because then it's kind of, oh, you're hiding something. Right. And it's not that. We're just trying to keep people safe. You know, sure, sure. when there's construction, anything uh, can happen. Even here, you can't let people. Yeah, you States. know how it is. You tell somebody, sure. look, don't walk over there. That's right. like saying, please go. So yeah, yeah, bring yeah. a big arrow. Yeah. And you got a lot of nails sticking up around yeah, the floor. Yeah, don't it's dangerous go there. to walk there. Yeah. Some, there'll be that one guy. This slippery, when wet area, please don't go here. Yes. Uh huh. You know, because. The one aspect of Nicaragua that's undoubtedly has taken a hit no matter what is tourism. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. are just kind of yeah. have stopped kind of going there. Has that changed at all? Or you... I think people, are, from, what, from what I understand, again, I haven't been there, but I, I hear that the planes are starting to fill up again. Yeah. When the initial, when the initial problem happened. Uh, there was empty planes. It was empty planes. Empty planes. They, they were flying. Yep. Yeah. They, they canceled a lot of flights because of it, you know, because yeah. they were just empty. Uh, from what I understand, people are back to normal as far as the travel. The planes are filled. So. I don't know that they've added 
all the flights that they had before. I haven't paid attention because I haven't been booking flights down to Nicaragua. But, uh, but from what I understand, they're pretty packed. Okay, well, hey, that's good to hear. I mean, hey, that's a positive vibe, and we need but to hear all the positive vibe we can about Nicaragua. Especially for the, for the people, you know what I mean? Because at yeah. the end of the day, you know, it's like anything else. The people are the ones that suffer, and uh, they, need that, they, need, they need the flow, you know, the, the, the monetary flow. So. And it's honestly people that really don't need any more extra suffering in their <laughs> normal daily lives. Correct. It is. They're hardworking people, hard, yep. and, you know, they, they just uh, they need to go. Life, life goes, you know what I mean? So it goes on. We, we talked about the uh, La Gran Operetta briefly uh, and about how uh, that was the latest that's release. That's going to be a number one cigar of the year. He can't say the name for that. <laughs> he, you know, he, he, he's getting into my, some of my next line of questioning. But he can smoke it. <laughs> that's, uh, all, that's important. That's what's important. That's right. I mean, well, okay, we're, since you brought that up, we're gonna, I'll jump ahead to that because that was going to be in one of my next couple of questions is it's now December. Everybody knows what happens in the next couple of weeks, and you guys have had – Three number one cigars of the year in the last six years. Is there we've is we've there had two. We've, oh, two. So we've had well, we've had three. Yes, we've had two with cigar aficionado and one with cigars not. Right. Is there a chatter in the office? Well, unfortunately, you know, people think that we know ahead of time. No, we, I, I we know never. Know. Nobody ever yeah, knows. We never know. But uh, we look at we look at the cigars that have been rated. For example, La Palencia has been rated. Had ninety three rating. Uh, um, we just got 95 rating on the floor of the Las Antillas Bellicoso. Right. So, you know, you know, you never know. I know we have a few contenders in there based, again, not because we're told anything, just because, you know, you decipher by the fact you, that you you've tell, had you the ratings. Listen, most guys get a feel for it. Correct. You know, the cigar was rated a couple of times. It's had a lot of press. It's booming sales everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. Correct. You get a feel for it. La Gran Oferta is a contender. I think La Gran Oferta is a contender. So I think you feel you've got a couple of contenders I, this year. I, I think I've got at least three contenders in there. Yep, I, I do. I hope I'm right. I'm, I'm trying to, I, 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 if we had an intern, which our a producer normally is in charge of mm-hmm. getting a company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we had an intern, I, I'd like, to, I'm curious as who, who holds that title the most? As far as no, most number ones? Yes, I, with I, CA. I, I think it's Padron. I think it's Padron. I think, uh, I think Fuente may be. At two or three, but not not. Because not I mean, sure. I think if you guys get it one more time, it's got to be close to the most. Yeah. I, I, I don't think anybody's had it four or three or four four times. Uh, okay, the Padron 80th had it. The Padron 45, the Padron 40th. I want to say. Oh man, now we're really trying to get to the archives. This is in- intern work. Yeah, definitely intern, intern work. work. For sure, for sure. I know that uh, I know that Padron has had it three times. Um, not sure about Fuente. I want to say that they have as well. And uh, I know they've had, had it two. twice, at least, one day. Yeah. I can remember twice. I know they've had it twice. Well, obviously, there was last year yeah, was last with year the cigar that no one can ever get. Right. No. Yeah. Right. But so have you guys even thought about that in the process of how you're trying to get product into the country so you don't have the it's, issues where you had the Le Bijou? Well, and that's, then not, a, that's not a problem of getting product into the country. It's production. Yes. His, yeah. his production schedule's already been done. Right. So whatever was going to be made to come around January has been made. So even if something becomes number one, and this is where a lot of companies, you know, and, the take, part, take and, then a ev- hit, and then everybody goes on vacation for three weeks. Everybody goes on vacation, and the production to meet that instant demand that would happen in January doesn't come in for what three months? Correct. Yeah, three months. Look well, at that. Because, because of course. Look big, at big, that. Big delicious baby. Paul, look at this. Get this camera on this. Look at what Jose. This is the big delicious. Bloody Mary Ooh. here at the Casa de Monte Cristo. Look at this, baby. Nothing but it's, the best in the It's breakfast Bloody in Mary. a cup. Exactly. It's, it's lunch. Breakfast in a cup. The big delicious. It's a whole Thank meal. Thank you, sir. Enjoy. Oh, this thing is aggressive. That is my own personal concoction. 
So back to what we were talking about. Um, you know, we, we, we have been blessed in that the cigars that we've had as number one cigars of the year were already extremely well sellers. So we were already selling a lot. Production was already high. You never, yes, we wish we could know ahead of time. I, I wish they brought, I, I wish they would say this back in, uh, in July, but I guess it doesn't really matter. They, right. Anytime they tell you, you can't go out and rush. The, the secret to cigars is they have, a, they have a set time. They have to age a certain amount of time. Right. So even if your sales all of a sudden, and they do, because trust me, I get a call sure. from some people. Yep. Hey, I, I want 500 boxes. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Listen, when that, when that happens, the call is, uh, don't ship them. We'll send somebody down in a couple yeah. hours yeah. to and pick I, them up. Because I know what these guys do. It'll be gone by the time we get there. Yep. Got to get somebody down there fast. But you can't rush it. So, you know, I guess no, there's really not a good time to know. Just happens to be it is what it is. We've been blessed that Flor de las Santillas was already a, an extremely hot seller. So we, we were, our production was high on it. Uh, and we were smart on the way we distributed them. You know what I mean? We, if you order 500 boxes, dude, you were lucky to get 50. Right. You know what I mean? Because we needed, if we had 500, we needed to spread them out to everybody. Spread the wealth, it's, sure. it's keeping It's keeping the cigar on the shelf is the, is the, is the key to is the key to it. So, hey, again, we, we, I hope, I mean, from, from your lips to God's ears, that I hope we get another number one. You know what I mean? We'd love to be in that. Do you get, do you get like a plaque or something from Cigar, from CA? To yeah, we get a trophy. And, is it and a trophy? Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, so we get, and we get the plaque. We get the plaque that we display on the, the at shop? the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the office pretty yeah. cool, man. That's cool stuff. Like do a Super Bowl picture with it, everybody holding it together. So you, you should do, <laughs> we should, we should actually. Wait. We should do yeah. that. We should do Wait, that. You should do a social media picture where you have the other two. And just an empty spot, like, like waiting with a plate there, and like an outline, <laughs> waiting for a waiting for the frame. <laughs> Do you get the same amount of enthusiasm from, say, number two or number three on the list, or does that not affect sales at all? I, I, for listen, uh, for us, for us, we do, and and I'll tell you why. Because again, we don't expect them. Okay. Uh, we we work very hard at making the best cigar that we know, and when it's acknowledged. It's always a good feeling. It's always a great feeling. Absolutely. So whether it's two, three, four, five, it doesn't matter to us. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a matter of the, the acknowledgement from, you know, from, a, from someone that we respect as, a, as, a, as an expert in, in the field, like Cigar Fishing Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's a very good point. Uh, all right. Uh, Paul, we're going to take a short break here yes. as we have now run up to uh, 20 minutes past I know. the bottom of the hour. Mega segments. I guess, Mega- I guess it doesn't matter now. Yes, but now Paul's going to play a brief little audio clip for you guys of royalty-free music here on KMA Talk Facebook as we are here (laughs) on the Facebook Live. Keep it lit.
KMA Talk Facebook Live. <laughs> talk, talk Facebook Live. <laughs> I am uh, Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Yes, yes. This is the commercial-free edition of KMA Talk Radio. <laughs> and this is Baby, It's Cold Outside. How is it, how's it playing? From my phone into my mic. Ah. So, hey, we make it work. We make things work here on yeah. KMA Talk Facebook. There's, uh, there's a reason why. I, there's a reason why I'm playing this song. Yes, uh, we brought it up in the beginning of part of the show. This is episode 321, and the first one where we've gone all Facebook in the morning. Yeah, this is my soapbox lurk. This is a rendition that's done with, with uh, Michael Bubbly. Ah, yes, that's, that's Bubbly. Yes, Bubbly, Bubbly. Listen, the only Canadian name I can ever remember is Brian Boitano. After that. I can't. Remember. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember any. What would, what would Brian Boitano do? That's it. Christmas when in doubt, King. always ask. What would Brian Boitano do? What would Brian Boitano do? Yes. His, so, his wife is lovely, by the way. I believe she's from Brian Boitano. No. Oh, Michael, Michael Bublé. Bublé. I had the pleasure Bublé? of meeting her a few times when Michael I worked Bublé? in a jewelry yeah. store, and she so bought some Tiffany. Uh, yeah, I, 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 sure. I didn't know you wanted to give them a free plug. But Tiffany? Worked, oh yeah. When I worked at Tiffany and Company, uh, I, I helped his wife several times. I think she we, came I, and I gifts. think you mentioned it already on the air when we talked about theft and stuff. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so look, I don't know if you've heard this or not. Is it my song? <laughs> yeah, it's your phone again. It is. Okay. So this song, which is I guess somewhat of a Christmas theme yeah, it's song. a classic Christmas okay. song. From like the 1950s, it's at least. It's being banned by radio stations across America. For what? It's part of the Me Too movement. They are claiming it's a predatory song. So, no. Ex- yes! Explain their side of the story, and then we can... Well, I mean, look. Argue it. Look, I, I just want you to know, in this Bubbly video... Buble. Yeah, Bubbly. In this Michael Bubbly <laughs> video here that we got over here... The poor man. The video is actually a video of two... Everybody in the video is children. Yes, I know. Okay, so, so obviously when they made this video, they weren't thinking... They changed some of the words in that. Oh, did they? Yeah. So that one's slightly to... different. Yeah, but it's still, it's still kind of the same. Look, look, it's a theme about a guy basically courting a girl. Yep. It's cold outside, stay. Why now, leave? Why leave? Why it's leave? So nice you can stay. He ain't being brash. He ain't, no. you know, whatever. I think there's one line in the original song, like, what's in my drink? But, you know, back in the 1930s, I don't think they had roofies yet. Probably not. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know so if they were, the chemists were doing that much yeah. work yet. They, maybe yeah. they did, but they're not, that's not what they're talking about. It's like, like oh, hey, what's in this drink? It feels so good. It's warm inside. Exactly. I'm feeling good. Yeah. You know, so, so look. You gave, him a, you gave her a hot toddy. It's a little bourbon <laughs> in there. And, 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 yeah. here's, and here's the problem, because I think this country now is like undeniably gotten to the point where they're trying to, either they're ashamed of or don't want to admit what man's sole purpose since he comes out of the womb is. <laughs> and that's to impregnate. That's the bottom line. Procreate. Yes. Meaning it, of life. We come out of the womb. That's basically all we spend the rest of our lives is figuring out how to get back in. Okay? And that's basically what it's about. Now, I don't mean it in a malicious, in a bad, in. in a predatory kind of way. Okay? I mean, there's obviously, there's generally proper ways to go. But 90%, I mean, let's, anybody who does, wants to deny the fact, it's pretty much, as soon as you hit about 14, 15. That's all you think about. That's all you think about. Yep. yep. Until you've been married for about five or ten years. Then you stop thinking about it? Then you stop thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Look, my, huh. wife, my wife's listening. I'm going to get in She crap. is. She is. Yeah, I know I'm going to get a lot of crap later. But, you know, <laughs> you know there's, there's a priority list. You know, it changes throughout when you get older. You know, at the beginning, it's, it's sex, you know, and then it's kind of food. And then when, you, <laughs> when you're young, it's money, 
you know? Right. And then it, it starts to shift. And it's kind of like sex. Or money and power money, in the same. Money, yeah, the same thing. Okay. Money and then kind of food. And then it kind of shifts where it's like money, sex, and then food. And then it kind of shifts a little as you get older. Money, food, sex. So where is it now in your point? Oh, sex is still on top. <laughs> of course. I love you, honey. Of course, I love you, honey. <laughs> no hablo. <laughs> Jose's like, oh, wow, this is one brave dude next to me. <laughs> but so the, so the argument here, just so that we can hear their perspective, which, which I don't think any oh, of us I here it? agree with. I, I don't think you... It, they think it's a predatory song. It's about a guy being predatory to Forcing, but it, it's more about forcing. like forcing a woman to, to stay and engage in sexual Dude, activity. They're calling it a rapist song. I did hear that. They're so, calling it a rapist song. So I was playing it... We so they've Christmas. taken a Christmas carol now and made it a rapist song. So... I, I do a Christmas Nothing party. Nothing says holidays like the rapists. I do a <laughs> I mean, seriously. I do a Christmas party every year at my house, and one of my I've wife's friends. I've never been invited. Thank you. You have been invited. I, I was about to say the same thing. I was invited last year. You were year. there last year. Are you boycotting, are you no, boycotting the song now? No, but, but someone at my party actually said, I can't believe you're playing this song. <laughs> one of my wife's <laughs> friends. And, and I, I, we got into a whole heated discussion about it, and obviously at my Christmas parties there's a lot of booze flowing, and... You know, I'm not going anywhere. You guys have to find your way home with an Uber. But, um, and, and I got a little upset about it. And, and I am on this show by far the, the most, most liberal, liberal person. The most liberal, without a doubt. 100%. And I don't see it at all. So this is the point where I reach underneath the table and check and see if your balls are still there. <laughs> um, is she invited to the Christmas party this year? Uh, I don't know, because I don't think we're doing it this year. Okay. We haven't decided. If, if you, you decide to, yeah, you right? Already, already yeah, curtailing yeah, yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. If you decide to do the Christmas party. Here's the problem. There's no problem. It's a yes or no question. No, because yeah. she'd be invited. Her boyfriend and I are very good friends, and she's a good person other than that one thing. Listen, I'm not saying you don't invite her. Why don't you just answer the yes, question? Yes, she's going to be invited. Okay, now. Here's Am I going to play the song? Yes. Okay, that's what I want to know. I might play it purposely. It, absolutely you play it purposely. Yeah. I it's might not, have it on a loop. I was going to say you put it on repeat for like a <laughs> half an hour. If you have any balls, that's what you do. Look, here's the problem. America as a whole needs to stop trying to erase things from the past because they don't agree with it today. Correct. Okay? You have to learn from the past. The past is how we got here. Like the people who want to remove General Grant's statue or yeah. all that that's part of our history. That revolution, that that, that civil war, not revolution, that civil yeah. war Robert e. is Lee. what got us here today. Well that happened. So you, you can't change they, what they, happened. Right. You can change the future. And, and I, I got news for you, there's a danger in changing the history that we've learned from. Yeah. The famous quote, you know yeah. those who don't remember the past are doomed to repeat it. Absolutely. Yep. And, 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 and look, look, I, I, don't, I don't feel that the people in the South who were part of the South were bad people at the time. Okay? You have to understand, especially, and maybe because I relate to this because I have immigrant parents. So I knew the, growing up, especially as an American, you know, a first American, uh, Arab American. First generation. First generation here. I knew there was stuff that just psychologically and mentally my parents couldn't comprehend. Because they had no experience of this growing up, right? You know, I'm trying to explain them what a prom is. You're gonna what? Right. You're right. gonna what? You're gonna spend how much? What? Do what? Are you great? You know, they couldn't. They just don't get it. You know. So, and, and that's what's going on back in history. It was a different time. These people, they were on the wrong side of an argument, and history has shown, you know, the correct side that won. Right. And I'm sure even amongst them, there are always some people who are ahead of their time and enlightened. There are people who kind of saw the wrongness of what was going on. Mm -hmm. So 
it's not nothing that you should want to erase. And this is one of those things. This song was no way meant as a predatory song in no. 1930. No, okay? definitely not. Why would, why would all the things you could spend your time fighting and arguing today, this is part of your movement. All the problems in this right. country right now. That yeah. this, is, this song is a problem for you. And this is the problem today. You know, somebody, I got, I got in a Facebook war this week with somebody. Oh, what, what a I, surprise. I can't talk, discuss it. I can't discuss the person because it's sensitive, it's close to home. But I got a Facebook war because oh, they, they, they posted, um, I guess McCain's wife came out and made, you know, still crying about Trump dissing McCain, you know, her husband, her lady okay. husband. Yeah. Okay. Why are you still crying about it? And, and, and the post was obviously from a female, you go girl. I'm like, really? I said, why don't you take an example of this awesome veteran, the Republican, who, who lost his eye. I don't know if you saw this Oh, story. yeah, the guy from Texas who, yeah, uh, yeah. Pete Davidson, uh, got the apology from on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, fun of, yeah. only person. Listen, he lost his eye. If you, haven't wa- if you haven't heard this, look it up. It's an awesome story. This guy lost his eye in his third tour of duty. Yep. Okay? Running for Republican, and they made fun of him. Did you hear this? No. They made fun of him on Saturday Night Live, like calling him a pirate and stuff. Like, look, how the, look how weird all the Republican candidates look. Right? Well, no, well, they're making fun of a lot of different yeah, candidates. Yeah, exactly. look how yeah. weird all But this is the only one who was a veteran who had a sole reason for not having an eye patch. Yeah, he had a reason to have an eye patch. He had a reason to have an eye patch. Defending, cool. defending Saturday Night Live's right to have a show that yeah. it could be funny was, you know, this yeah. guy's defending right. it. So... The country went entirely, especially all the veterans and the military, whatever. This guy refused to demand an apology. He, I'm not going to get upset. I mean, that, you know, I don't agree with it. That's, if that's how low they want to think, it's on them. Yep. Refused to demand an apology. And Saturday Night Live invites him on the show. Now, they, Saturday Night Live has had a history for apologizing. Yeah. On the air. But never had that person on the air to apologize to. Yeah. And not only did you apology, they did a whole skit, a segment, and it was Funny. Yeah, it was, it was, it was hysterical, Facebook. yeah. It was funny, and it showed solidarity. Yeah. And, then, and then you could tell that both those guys are really are going to be friends for a while after. Right. You, you felt that on the air. Yeah. Yep. But this is what happens when we do grown-up things and behave in a grown-up manner. Mm-hmm. Because that's what grown-ups do. My kids, I'm already training them at 6, 8, and 10. Stop your bitchy whininess. Correct. I don't want to hear it. Nobody in this family wants to hear it. I'm sure nobody outside this family if wants to hear it. If you need to, to cry, it. go in your room. You need to cry, go lock yourself in your room, and yeah. you're over it, come back out. That's the rule of my house. Well, the, the, biggest you know? problem, the biggest problem with the country as a whole is the fact that everybody has feelings. You know, come on. I mean, at some point, you don't think I've, I've been na- called names and oh. I've been this and that. Now, hell, I, I'm, I'm Hispanic, and I grew up in, nor- in, in, in a very small town in North Carolina. Right. You know what I mean? Trust me. I got called a lot of things. <laughs> but my parents taught me to just, you know what? Absolutely. Shake it off and, and keep on trucking. And, right. I, and I've taught my kids the same way. And now I see people, they, uh, oh, their feelings are hurt. And come on. I mean, listen, I'm an Arab American. Try living in this country for about three months after 9 11. Oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, it's, yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, listen, we all had it, but we don't cry about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying, and, she, and she, we got a war. I'm not saying that, you know, Mrs. McCain shouldn't be upset or offended. Yeah. What I'm saying is, get over it. Don't vote for the guy in the next election. It was Don't like him, and that's it. But you're still making public statements. Be better, be better it was than that. Be better months. than that. It and was nobody, over four months ago. Nobody, no, no. he, he dissed him during the election. Oh, yeah, well, I was yeah, saying, I mean, well, the election, well, no, he died like four months ago. Oh, no, ago. no, I know, but the, the, the insult goes back yeah. years. Well, you know, um, you know and, 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 you know, why are you continually making a public statement and impress about this? Nothing good comes out of that. And, and, and you know, they just don't seem to understand it. The people are getting arguments with. Well, can you? Well, she has it right. She does. But why are you still crying about but it? But can you say that same thing to Trump? 
he can't let things go. You know, he's always got to get that extra comment Listen, in to show he's, you know, which is my that he's point exactly. Does that become the standard? Right. No, I, it should. But okay, so, so of course it applies to him. But he's. I, I'm not here. Def- I'm not here defending his actions. But he should be either. setting an example. Listen to me. But what does this have to do with what I'm talking about? I'm not saying he's a good example. I'm not saying that his behavior is right. But if your justification, your behavior is Trump's doing it, well, you're, you're just as bad. You no, belong in the group. No, but I'm saying he, he of all people, should be one setting an example to not to, – to, I'm, I'm above what's going on with this, with this reporter or this, this person that's saying things about me. He can make a comment about it. He, he was just saying he's a weak individual. He says it 12 times. What does that have to sentence. do with this conversation? I'm just See, saying – this is what liberals do, okay? <laughs> this is what they do. Listen to me. You witnessed it here in the process. This is what happens. I'm making a statement that is really neither Republican or Democrat. Correct. It wasn't. Correct. I'm it was not making it stop, Republican stop, or Democrat. Stop, stop, stop. It was, yeah, I'm going to give you an opportunity <laughs> to defend your weak-ass self. So, <laughs> it, it, uh, I, I'm going to need a drink after this. Yeah, I, I made a statement that was neither Republican or Democrat. It was about the bitch-ass whininess of this country, okay, and that people need to stop being so whiny because – Here's a perfect example of the guy in Texas, Republican, of how good things happen when you acted like mm-hmm. an adult, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And it turns into an anti-Trump thing. But I Trump, see. but Trump, and Trump, did, how did we get to that point? It's not an anti-Trump thing. Whatever. How did you make it about Trump? Because you're, you're saying how you need to rise above what people say about you. You should, and Trump, Trump is included in that statement. Okay. He needs to, too. But I'm just saying that the leader of our country, which, by the way, I don't have a million and one problems with. I'm not, like, anti-Trump impeach him. I, I still am a firm believer that the, the office needs to be respected. The person in that office, we need to unite. We need to be together. Well, here's the problem. Okay, first off, Trump is a unique president. <laughs> he sure never as hell had is. Before. So, and just yeah, like at, at a time in the world where we never have had the things available to people, true. a la social media and everything else, and right. the, it's an unprecedented thing completely. But, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm handling Trump the way I handled any other president who I didn't agree with, whether it be Clinton, Obama, uh, George Bush Jr. Look, man, it's what we got. Nothing right. I can do about it. Exactly. I'm not going to change it. You know, you know, if 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 he wants to act like a fool, that's fine. But as, if I feel personally that the country is still in a better situation and moving in a, the right direction, I might, may not go, you know? But that's how I look at it. I'm not going to sit here whine and, and try to make him hold the standard that he's not going to be accustomed to. But on the same token, you know, and I'm not defending him, I'm just stating the facts that's out there. Because without a doubt, he, he should keep his mouth closed 90% of the time. But, but here's the thing. No other president in the history of time has been attacked the moment from moment one since he's got in office. There has been no respect from his office, from anybody in the media, or anybody who didn't, didn't like him or elect yeah, him. Yeah, I, I agree. He's he, a he, different kind of president. Without a doubt. He's, he's gone through an unprecedented, unusual, un, 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 amount of disrespect from the media. So has he handled it poorly? Absolutely. But no president has had to handle also what he's being dealt either. It's, it's a screwed up situation on both sides. You have a very untraditional abnormal president right. and you have the media acting very untraditional and abnormal as far as I'm concerned. So it is what it is. And, and he has not changed from the man that was elected. Well, that's so the one this good is who thing. he is. But that's the one good thing you could say about right. him. Right. He Trump, is who he is. The, the one, listen, one, one of my liberal friends, one of my uh, dear friends who's liberal, he says the one thing he could appreciate about Trump is he never has to wonder what he's thinking. 
Exactly. <laughs> There's no lying. I There's agree. no guessing game. If he thinks it, he tweets it. Yeah. So I know yeah. how I know how deep yeah. the rabbit hole goes with Trump. You I, know? And Trump really hasn't changed. I, I have a I have a person in my life that's I mean he's not like Trump but he he there's a lot of things that he says that I don't agree with there's a lot of things that he does that I don't agree with but you know what what I can appreciate is that he he doesn't change himself for situations that right. he's, that he's in he is who he is he can be in a five star restaurant and act the same way as he does when he's at Cracker Barrel you know right, like correct. he is that is who he is so I have respect for somebody that doesn't necessarily change themselves based on situations. So I, well, I get that. I don't know if it's respect, but at least I, I can handle it. I can marry it. This guy didn't run a, a campaign brushed and polished. And, all <laughs> right, and then right. became a moron. Right. He was a moron in the primaries. Right. You know, saying stuff that was He was saying all these same crazy. things. Crazy. Talking about hands and, you know, small hands and water. I mean, insane stuff. And we elected him. So you really can't be in shock that right. he Right, that change. he's saying the things yeah. that he's saying. Yeah. You know, so at the end of the day, that's that, but... You know, I, and my stocks are up, so I don't really care. Anything that comes out of his mouth should be expected. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. He is, he is who we thought he was. Or at least it shouldn't be shocking. Right. Right. <laughs> For the most part. Well, of course yeah. he said know, that. I don't know if you can say we could expect it, because so, sometimes it's so far off the wall. Yeah, yeah, true. There's no way we could ever thought he would say that. <laughs> yeah. But it shouldn't be shocking. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's what it is. But, and yeah, they're going to pull that song. Radio stations are boycotting. Yes, for those of you just joining us, this entire discussion started from Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, yes. that's right. Yeah, we got, it. We got on a political we got tangent. A little, we, got a little, we got a little off. We got a little, uh, we got a went down the rabbit hole a but, little but, bit there. But, but the liberal took us there. The I liberal, did. Yes, you did. He made it about Trump all of a sudden. My, you know, the whole thing was, look, we need to get over things that we're not comfortable with today. Things that are part of our history that not necessarily were, were right or wrong, but they're our history. And I'm a firm believer history shouldn't be erased. They are rewriting books in schools. Yeah, it's ridiculous. This is going on. Yeah, they're you really said the, the, yeah. the books that your kids have, there's stuff they're that's not in They're rewriting books in schools or omitting things in schools because they don't want to talk about that's it. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely, positively ridiculous. And this, I'm telling you, I, this, I, I don't know. I've said it before. I said it again. I don't know where this country's heading with this, this type of behavior. It cannot be in a good place. They just really can't. Once so. again, all coming back to the participation trophy of the world. You so. just have to have optimism. No, now, you just, riled, now you just riled world. up Skip Martin. Yeah. <laughs> participation <laughs> trophies. He hates it. He had a whole tirade on it. You, you just riled up our good friend he Skip liked, Martin. He liked the he said he liked Now them. he's not going to send the patch. Now, now, now we don't have me, a patch. Now parade. he's not going to send me a patch. You guys, you guys got a My Father patch? I'll get you. Yes, we do. I'll oh, so. I, we're gonna, you're going to be I'm going to be a NASCAR. You send oh, yeah. me whatever patches you got. I, I got you covered, bro. I know Pete's got some patches. If you got a couple yeah. of those lying around, send them too. I'll get you some of those too. Got to patch me up. My goal is to be the walking NASCAR of radio. <laughs> That's my goal. I, you, know, you know, it what? works extremely well since we, you know. Hey, I got a lot of coverage, man. It's a big billboard. Inch for inch. I was going to say that. I was going to say inch for inch. I can equate almost to a NASCAR, so. You got a lot of yardage. We could definitely get away. We could definitely make some money off of this. Absolutely. <laughs> if we put it all together hey, properly. There's no charge. Send me your patches. I'll wear them for pride. Don't listen to this guy. I'm just saying, if anybody we wanted to, we could make some money off of this. Anybody that supports us, we'd love to, to have be, you on there. I'd be honored to, to support your Would patch. You, let me ask you a question. If, if uh, I guess we can mention his name, our, our competitor in the radio world. No. Can I? Okay. No. So if he sent you. That guy. That guy. You know who I'm talking about. If he sent you a patch, you know what? What would you do with it? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'd wear it. You would? Yeah. Where would you put it? Like on the back? Like yeah, yeah probably stamp? somewhere down the lower back region of my shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear it. No, listen to me. Once again, the same thing as I argued with before. If you're going to behave like somebody, that means you might as well be somebody. 
I consider myself better than him. I'm not going to lower my standard. And if he sent me a pitch, I'd wear it. Because at the end of the day, he, does, he serves the industry. Yes. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, whether I like his show, whether he's doing a good job, he serves the industry, which I am in, right. and the lifestyle that we, we, we all enjoy. And that we're all defending. And then we're all right defending now. on a repetitive basis. Yes. So I would have no problem wearing one of Dave's patches. If he had a Cigar Dave patch, I would wear it. And you said his name. Yeah. I, listen to me. It is what it is. Whatever conflict exists between me and Dave, he caused it, not me. So, I mean, I, I, I'm all right with it. That's him. funny. He's the only one we really have a conflict with in the industry. We don't have a conflict with him. He made a conflict, and I outed him on it. And it's, 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 it's been left there, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah. But listen, on some ways, I take that now as, as being a little older and four more years on the road as a compliment. You know, I guess he... He knows who you are. I guess he, he, well, he knew who it was before the show, but I guess he didn't like the fact we started a show and, you know, and acted not more maturely about it. And I take that as a compliment. I guess he felt like we had something to worry about. Uh, once again, going to be people have to act like an adult. If you're not going to act like an adult, we're going to treat you like a child. But yeah, I have, I have no issues with Dave, really. All right. Oh, so <laughs> Adam, we'll do a quick I'm telling break. Adam, let's do a quick break. We'll He's do, like, oh, God. We'll do a quick break, and then we'll come back with the Cigar uh, Asylum. Asylum. Yeah. Absolutely. This is KMA Talk Facebook here from the Cassidy Monte Cristo in Boynton Beach, Florida. Keep it lit.
Welcome back to KMA Talk Facebook here, broadcasting live in uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. That's going to be our new theme song. Uh, yeah. Really, during the entire holidays? Yes, and, uh, this is the Baby It's Cold Outside version of Florida Radio because, well, it's been chilly all week, and I'm sure you've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we don't want to get Facebook to drop it. That was uh, Michael Bubbly. Oh, yeah. Bublay, man. Michael Bubbly. Show the man some respect. And He's the chick from Frozen. Listen, a big shout-out to my good friend over at Havana Connections, uh, Shorty. Oh, i got to turn on the volume on this thing. Shorty, uh, who listens to our show every week, if you're ever in his area in uh, Virginia, right? Correct. Richmond, yeah. Virginia. Yeah, stop by Havana Connections, who just sent me this awesome picture. <laughs> you like that, right? Yeah. Ask Jose why people refer to him as Earl. <laughs> is that whose uh, dog? Is that dog named Earl? Yeah, his name is Earl. Is that his dog? Show it to uh, me. No, it's not. The dog became famous. Oh, wow. Because it's got an angry face to it. And he says, when I smoke, I look like I'm angry. It does look like <laughs> you a little bit, bro. It, I can totally see the resemblance. Listen, yeah. I, I own it. I own it. I'm, I'm good with that. No worries. Uh, yes, this is the Technical Difficulty episode 321 of KMA uh, live on Facebook, not on the terrestrial radio. But hey, there's only so many things we can do. Hey, life is good here on Facebook. We can say what we want. We have, uh, you know, just as many listeners. Everybody's having a good yeah, time. Yeah, I've been swearing all show. You have? I, well, bitch the ass. Second hour. This, yeah. This, this those, those are okay on the oh, air. Oh, bitch ass is all right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Ah, you wouldn't think that bitch ass would be okay I, to say on radio. Think, I would think that's a problem. Now, right? if we say it too many times in a row, then it becomes a problem. Oh, that, so, so it's about quantity, <laughs> not it, the word? Yeah. Well, it, it's the word and the quantity. So you can say. Is asshole. there like a formula for this? Yeah. Like Unfortunately, there is. Times actually. for every ten seconds. Have or? you never listened to George Carlin's Seven Dirty Words? Yeah, but I didn't know it, was, it had time. So then element. also. Well, that's that's the new FCC. Yeah. That's part of the new FCC, and that's the post uh, uh, Janet, Jackson. Ja- Janet Jackson boob incident. That yeah, where they have to if you clump things into a certain allotment, then they. Does anybody get know what upon. the real rule is? How does that work? So you can say the word asshole. But you can't say it more than three times, I believe. Is the so if you? Dude, what s- given period? In a show. So I mean, if your in show's an eight-hour show, you can't say it more in than three theory. times. In theory. All right. So if my show is one minute, I can say asshole, 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 and then be done. Okay. So now we can't say it because I just said. You it just three took times. me. I can't say the word now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on the air. It doesn't matter. I know. All right. I know you're really looking forward to that too. Yes. Wow. And that's not necessarily it's like it's an open rule. So it depends on how it's being used. If it's being used to talk about your actual butthole then you really shouldn't use it. If you're talking about excrement, you're not allowed to use the yeah. S word. Like, there's, there's all these weird strange In a way, rules. you put everything into, yeah. It's right, it's thing. all about context, and then somebody yeah. has to decide, somebody there decides whether or not it's okay. And if somebody complains, or like one person complains, wait, 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 then it really wait. snowballs after wait, that. This sounds, like, this sounds like the cop that came over to the house the other night. We had a party at the house, and they called the cops because of the noise. Another party I'm not invited to. Dude. Yeah. Oh, listen, you can come to my party. <laughs> we, we, we throw down. He, sure. he won't come. The, listen, I've had, I've had the cops called. In two weeks, I've had the cops called three times. What? Dude, what are you yeah. doing? No, because of the, of the music. Are, are you kidding me? Dude, there's some sad people. that. By the way, to all the neighbors out there, stop being a sad Can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah, go ahead. Suck my balls. There you go. Stop being sad. (laughs) You know what? Rather than calling the cops, come on over, knock on the door, and join the party. Yeah, man. Stop calling the cops on me, man. I'm trying to live my life. Let's be honest, though, because I have to know, what time of night was this? And what kind of music? No, actually, it was early. It was about uh, midnight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Midnight was early. Yeah, they're calling midnight early. 
that's, hey, that's early for us, man. We we, we can throw down to four or five. You o'clock might have some gringo neighbors who can't relate. Bro. Yeah, hey. we love everybody. Midnight. Okay, was it at least a weekend? Well, not one of the things. Hey. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, you, you're losing me a little bit here. I'm gonna have to take my suck my balls coming back. You're losing me a there's little a, there's, bit. There's Join a rule, the party right? after eleven o'clock. You have to. Do no, it now. no, no, no. In I don't know how up here, but in Miami Dade. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, if the noise bothers you, you can call the cops. Get out of here. So I wrote a letter. Oh, that's some BS. No, a true story. So I wrote the letter, and I gave it to every single one of my my neighbors, and I said, if you call the cops on me again, I'm letting you know. Here's my number, and I'm letting you know. No anonymous call. It's me calling at 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock. You can't even mow your lawn. Wow. True story. You can't even mow the lawn. Because if that that. noise bothers you, you can call the cops on that. Are you serious? Uh, True story. This is ridiculous. I I have learned this over the years of the police coming I'm up to five hundred dollars uh, because the police have down. nothing better to do than do a three yeah, they, three in Miami lawn, lawnmower call. When the cops, when the cops come over and they're like, "Yo, Jose, what's going on?" and like walk in, <laughs> grab a sandwich. No, <laughs> no, I give you them got cigars, a father back there for me, Jose. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, no, they're my buddies now. I just go, dude. Do you want a cigar? Come and hang out. <laughs> I, I think. I think at eleven thirty. I agree. It's Let time. Midnight. Time to slow it down. That's the time to tone it down as far as noise yeah. in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, up to 11.30, anybody should, you know, chill out. I mean, there's extremely circumstances. Sometimes your neighbor has a brand-new baby and whatnot. But I think 11, 11.30 is, is the time where if you're throwing a party once in a blue moon that nobody should complain. All right? You deal with it. Well, it sounds like there's a party every other night. At yeah. Well, no, yeah. No, no, you have no, a rocking no. house, That's man. recently. I mean, it, it's always like once. Okay. So normally is in a year. 22 times. Ten parties. <laughs> That's a lot. It's once Ten a parties month. is a lot. That's a lot, dude. You're uh, a party-throwing guy. Not me, my wife, dude. Like oh, really? She's yeah. the she's the social can, one? Oh, hell yeah, she is. That's we should do a KMA broadcast live from a Jose Ortega yeah, party. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, do it seriously. We I'm should. serious. We, we should. should. We should do one. We should do a late night, un, late night uncut uh, right into uh, a Ortega party. Do you, do you have a bunch of cigar industry guys that come over there or what? No. They're Most, all. Mostly the, the Garcia family from within the My Father group. Okay. Yeah. All right. It'd be, it'd be a perfect way to get them all on the air. Right? I, that's true. You can't, you, can't awesome. really, you can't really smoke. You can't really smoke anything else other than my father in my yard. That's it, perfect. It, it doesn't allow it. So <laughs> all these other guys would have a hard time because they can't light up their cigars. Uh, I believe it. All right. With that, let's see this week who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Without an intro. All right. This <laughs> week's inductee really needs to take parenting 101 in school. When Sharice Jones and her son, oh. God, I hope I have time to talk about this. You just remind me. When Sharice Jones and her son arrived at the local dentist office in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania on Wednesday, the child refused to go inside to avoid the dentist. He then climbed on the hood of Jones' vehicle and apparently refused to get off it. Jones, 36, then got back in the car and decided the best way to punish her son was to start driving. She drove oh. two miles through a major roadway and industrial park, <laughs> heavily traveled by tractor trailers, to the police station. He said she didn't know what to do. Sergeant Sean Powell of Bethlehem Township Police Department said she wanted police assistance. Instead of calling 911, she decided to drive to the police department. With the kid on the hood of the car. With the kid on the hood of the car. Jones, who admitted to the cops that she drove with her son on the hood at 40 miles an hour. Yep. Oh, my God. Well, that was the speed limit. Was arrested and charged with child endangerment, a felony, and reckless endangerment. She was freed on $1,000 bail. Congratulations, Supermom. You are this week's inductee. This cigar is seen asylum. And being that we don't have to cut out time, I need to talk about another one, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay? I love, I love how as a parent, 
you want to give your child the name A, B, C, D, E. Oh. I don't know about that. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, in the past, like, three decades, there's been 300 kids named A, B, C, D, E, which is pronounced obsidy. Yep. Which, what? Yes, it's pronounced obsidy. Yep. Okay? And it's, it's some uh, Latin meaning. There's some meaning. It's either goddess or something. But it is, uh, obsidy, there's a, there's a new thing. For, but the, the spelling of it is A, B, C, D. Is that the actual spelling of yes. obsidy? Over 350 kids in the past three or four decades have been named A, B, C, D, E. Now, I don't care if, as a parent if that's what you want to mark your child with for the your, rest of their your lives. Your child might. Okay? Yeah. But then when you're on an airline and people are laughing, yeah, don't, don't let them laugh. <laughs> You've given them solid reason to make fun of you yeah. and laugh. But this woman is suing Southwest Airlines. Southwest yep. Airlines is has issued an uh, apology yep. because they were looking at the seating chart and she, she's like, you know, my daughter can hear you make fun of her name. Uh, you better let her know that she's going to have a lifetime of that. Yeah, that's uh, It's not yeah, isolated to what's going to happen on this no. plane. And, and listen, it's not a bad name if I just said it. No, no. City. No. Why, so why wouldn't you spell it A-B-S-I-D-Y? Yeah. Right? Of city. Anything else. But A-B-C-D-E. Okay, so any parent out there, all 352 of you, belong in this cigar and stay in the asylum as far as I'm concerned. 352. Yes. That's amazing. Upsidies. That's amazing. Well, they're, they're basically yeah. famous. All oh, this girl's famous. Of them are famous. Yeah, well, this girl's definitely famous. Oh, absolutely. All, Google Southwest Airlines. Google child named ABCDE. It'll come up all over Google. Oh, yeah. I may have seen it and, and didn't realize that it was ABCDE. ABCDE. Yeah. Wow. That's her name, that, City. That, that, you, probably, you probably thought it was a joke. I mean, it's, I would have. Oh, I had a good statement. But I it's the Southwest been. employee thought it I'll, was. I'll, I'll tell yeah. you what I told my wife when I heard the story, but I'm not even going to try to say it on the air. <laughs> it was pretty funny. All right. Very good. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so this has been a very interesting KMA Talk Radio. Hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, hopefully next week we don't have any technical difficulties. We'll be here with Rob Norris from Ultimus USA. My man Rob. Oh, yes. It'll He's be excited. a great show. Uh, get the tea and crumpets ready. <laughs> I just throw, I throw that in there. <laughs> uh, thanks to Jose for coming on. Thank, Jose, thanks for being here. Uh, thank you guys for having Shout me. Shout out to Paul. Make sure you tune in next week. Hey, and if hey, you hey. missed any part of it, make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page for all the great contests and goings-on that are happening here <laughs> on KMA Talk Radio. Until then, and as always, keep it lit.